Today's episode is sponsored by Lead Pages, an easy drag and drop model to create unlimited mini sites or landing pages for just about anything, including social media campaigns or single property sites. Stop wasting time on clunky websites and try Lead Pages today. For a 14 day free trial, you can visit reraw.com forward slash lead pages. Again, that's reraw.com forward slash lead pages. Looking to take you and your real estate business to the next level? You're in the right place. Laying foundations for real estate success? This is the No Fluff, No BS podcast about real estate for real estate agents and other industry professionals looking to up their game. Unfiltered short form sales meetings, interviews with agents from every walk of life, and ramble sessions about everything real estate. Welcome to a new mindset. You are listening to Reraw. And now, introducing your host, James Hoff. What's happening out there, real estate world? I'm super grateful that you're joining me for a midweek interview with a man who inspires on many levels. Today, on our very first Reraw interview, I'm sitting with William Hegman, and I'm stoked to be kicking it off with you, my man. You ready to get raw? Let's do it. Awesome, brother. Awesome, awesome. Well, my guest today, William Hegman, comes from a tech background and jumped into the real estate world and has quickly made a mark that continues to grow. Not only is William a licensed realtor, he's the founder of The Social Agent and is helping agents not only understand how to acquire leads through the Facebook platform, but also provides a course that sets it up so the agent can manage the system on their own and make sure that the dollars are spent on actual lead generation. If that weren't enough, William's actually uh, one of the founders of a fast-growing real estate brokerage called Realty Solutions and seems to be pretty much uh, taking over the world one move at a time. So, William, I'm going to just give you a minute to fill in the holes on that intro and then, I don't know, give us a glimpse into what's going on in your personal life outside of work, man. Yeah, so I'll I'll go back to the beginning of the intro. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. So I do come from a heavy tech background. Um, you know, I started off, you know, uh, in the beginning, you know, it was a normal kid growing up, got into trouble, you know, did my stuff and then, you know, just kind of left Galveston. That's where I'm originally from and, uh, you know, off to a technical college in Waco and, uh, where I met my wife, by the way, just have to throw that in there. And, uh, you know, I started working for Dell. I started working for Dell at the, you know, the bottom of the barrel and, and in home sales and worked my way up, ended up in corporate, long story short, fast forward 12 years. Um, I worked there for that long. Yes. Uh, started my own little tech company, um, grew it, sold it pretty quickly. And then, you know, I was lost, you know, I had to figure out what I was going to do. And my sister, um, also a broker in Austin, uh, you know, had always been in the real estate industry, either, you know, on a loan processing side or as an agent and, uh, they own, they do mortgages and they do, they have a real estate brokerage and kind of inspired me. You know, she's a lot older. Than, okay, she's going to hate me for saying that. Cause she's probably going to see this. She's a, she's a little bit older than me. So I've, uh, so I followed her, her footsteps a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I jumped into being an agent, uh, you know, met up with a great, you know, loan officer, a couple of them, right? Doug Laney, without him, the social agent wouldn't be what it is today. I have to give him a lot of credit, even though he's not an active part of it. He is a very active part of my life, just from a friend and professional business person standpoint. So I'm going to give him his, his uh, 
shout out here. Ryan Jones, Patrick Connell, those guys, you know, they, they make what I do every day um, easier, right? And so, you know, when I became an agent, I started off just like everyone else, afraid of contracts, afraid of, you know, you know how, how am I going to get my next paycheck? All right, let me go throw my money to the big Z and, you know, the, the, the other lead generation companies out there. And, you know, thousands of dollars later, with nothing to really show for it, you know, I had to sit down and reflect. And that's when Doug and I really sat down and said, we can do this on our own, right? You've got a tech background. I've got a lot of marketing background just in, inside of the uh, self-taught marketing side from, you know, having to market for my own companies. And I put those two things together and through about a year or so of testing, I mean, 16, 18 hour days with Doug in between trying to do real estate, you know, we just got to the point where it was, you know, graphics were easy. The content started to become easier. And then it just plugging in the pieces, the targeting, there's so much to, to these, these ads that I do and how to get them in front of the right people and constantly pivot when the market changes or when Facebook changes that, that make it all what it is, right? And that's how the social agent kind of came about because I started learning those things and generating so many leads and then slowly um, people just started to find out about what I was doing. So to probably answer a question before you ask it, how the social agent started was never something that was created for the purposes of, of generating sales from realtors or, or uh, loan officers. It just kind of organically happened and people just found out about what I was doing. Right. Um, all right. That, that was a long winded kind of background on me, but, but, uh, but that's, that's the gist of, you know, how I got to where I'm at right now. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate that. So, one of the things uh, that, that kind of made me excited to have you on the show is because the way that you provide lead generation through the social agent is that you're actually teaching, you know, the agent how to do it without having like these, these ongoing monthly fees that force an agent to, to use your company because you cripple them and, and tell them like, hey, like I know how to do it. I'm not giving you the secrets. You can't pay for the secret. Like you actually show the agent how to do it so that they kind of have their training wheels and then you teach them how to roll, right? So obviously without giving away all the secrets to the business, because I know that's, you know, where it makes you unique. I mean, that's the part of, of uh, what you actually sell. Can you talk a little bit more specifically about your expertise on Facebook lead gen and perhaps maybe give like, give like one like raw piece of insight that everybody probably should know about being successful in lead generation on social media that maybe they typically do wrong? Yeah, I'll I'll give you multiple pieces actually. I mean, because without without the the knowledge of how to create the graphic and how to create the content, the the verbiage, the the targeting, how to put it all together. I mean, no, the the average person can't make it work, right? Because some people are you know semi technical, some people are great at marketing. Very rarely are they both, right? Um, and 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 this is why the, there's a lot of companies out there and and. I, I mean, let's just be honest with you. They're predators, right? They come at, they, they're in our, they're in our, our, our industry. They're <clears throat> selling to agents thousand dollars, you know, thousands of dollars or more a month in, in monthly fees that, you know, I got tired of 
seeing agents that are already struggling to make it in the business. I mean, because at the end of the day, I don't see these people as just agents. I don't see them as just realtors. I don't see them as just paychecks. I see these people just like me, right? In December of 2016, I put everything on the line with, you know, with Doug and trying to start up a brokerage that, you know, just went awry with a bad partner. And, and, and I see myself in every single one of those people. Right. And and that's why I don't charge monthly. And that's why I don't charge four or five thousand dollars for my training that I know I could probably get from from agents at this point, right? With with the reputation that I have right now. That's that's not me having a big ego, that's just me speaking the facts, right? I just know that I could do it, but I'm not going to because I don't I don't want to train the agents that <clears throat> that have the money to spend like that. I want to train the agents that don't. I want to train the agents that are struggling to make it in this business, can't get leads, or having trouble, you know, figuring out, you know, where to put their feet on the ground and be able to walk that straight line. And that's and that's what I do, you know, with the training, right? It's exactly what you said. I'm teaching them how to run their own ads, how to create their own ads, how to run their own campaigns, control their ads manager, understand the demographic so that they don't have to come back to me to spend more money. They don't have to go to anyone else to spend more money. And, you know, the, the way I do that is with the training, right? So cup to, to go back to the beginning of your question, right? Can I give you, uh, you know, at least one piece of, you know, what agents do wrong? Let me give you one big one, right? There's, a, there's this thing in the market, right, where agents want to run these home value ads. Yeah. Right. It's it's an ad that I absolutely despise. I hate it. And the average agent doesn't see it the the way myself and a few other people see it. Those ads are clickbait. That's why people hate them. And when you sign up with monthly companies, a lot of times that's the type of ad you get for the quote unquote seller lead. Absolutely. Right? But but he, he, let's let's dissect it a little bit. Right? The home value ad. Click here to get your home value for free. Right? The user clicks on it. The homeowner clicks on it. They type in their address. They type in their bedrooms, bathrooms. Here's all about my property. The system comes back and goes, all right, we've got your home value. But wait, you got to put your info in, right, in order to get it. So they baited them in, right? And a lot of times what happens is you end up with a bunch of leads that put, you know, less than awesome terms into those boxes and send them into us or it's fake information, or the ones that actually put real information in, 99% of the time are saying, oh, I was just curious, right? Because they don't know what their home is worth and they want to know. But think about it like this. Sellers, and this is something I say on my training calls every single time, sellers are never in the market as sellers first, ever. Every seller out there is in the market as a buyer. And here's why. Nobody decides to sell their home, puts it on the market, sells it, moves into a hotel, and then says, hey, honey, okay, now that we're in the hotel, let's go find our house, right? No, they don't do that. What they do is they get online, they start searching. Hey, you know what? I want to buy a bigger house. Let's buy that dream home. Well, where do we want to move? Well, let's search those neighborhoods out. What kind of house do we want? How many bedrooms do we need? Do we need an office? Let's go see some open houses. Oh, here's, here's, a, here's a house. Let's click on that. Submit our information into there. They're buyers. They're in the market as buyers. Let's figure out how much we qualify for. 
They've gotten to a loan officer now. Um, you know, let's search all over the place, right? And I guarantee you, an agent like the one I train, you know, they end up seeing that ad on Facebook, you know, whatever that ad is. Get a list of homes in the area between 300 and 400K. Now, previously, I've hated ads like that. Those ads are starting to do better. I still have to test them, right? right. You know, get a list of open houses, get a list of new construction property, whatever it is, you're going to hit homeowners that are interested in that. And if you ask them the right questions, do you have a home to sell first? Then that's, that's what happens, right? Those, that's why sellers ads that are not, that are not even home value ads that are just directed at sellers in different ways. Hey, get a seller's you know, guide here or whatever it is you do. Um, they do poorly because they've already nine, I guarantee you nine out of 10 times those leads, those people have gotten grabbed up by an agent on a buyer's ad. Guarantee you. Let, let me ask you this. There, you know, I'll, I guess I'll, I'll ask with a story in front of it. A few years ago and before, before I knew of your existence, I was, I was running that exact Facebook ad, the, the, uh, the home value ad, you know, but what I did is I didn't make it a requirement for anybody to put their contact information in because I'm a believer that you really don't need any more than an address to be able to market to somebody because you can put it in the mail, right? So the hottest of hot leads would come from the people who would give complete information and then everybody else would just put an address and it was fine. And man, I killed it. Absolutely killed it with those ads. I could spend like 30 bucks and get a hundred leads and it was like, it was just stupid. And I tracked it over the course of a year because I was early on in my real estate career and I thought, man, I don't have a lot of money to spend. I got to be really careful with where I where I spend my money, place the ads, but I'm going to track this over six months a year. And if there's a strong enough turn rate on this, then I'm going to, then I'll pursue it heavily. And I tracked it for that year. And by the time the year was up, you know, here's me under underestimating and being ignorant to the technology changes and how rapidly that kind of stuff shifts that a year later, I literally could spend a hundred bucks and I'd be lucky to get even one person. So what I, what I kind of came up with as a conclusion as to why was because a couple people see these home value ads at the time and realize that could work. So they start trying them and then Facebook or whatever social media platform gets saturated with that same type of ad. There's such high demand. People stop falling for the clickbait, if you will, and the ads don't work anymore. So with that long story, I, I hired you and I've seen over the course of, it's since October that I've been running ads with you actually. So what's the difference between these type of ads and what is it that's not making them die out? Is it because they're adding such different value because, the, because of the value proposition of get your list of homes under whatever? Like, it, is it, what's the shift? What's the change? Or is it really just social media algorithms? No. So the, the, the biggest piece of this is that ad is not a good ad, right. period. What it does, mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> <laughs> what, what it does is it creates a false sense of, oh man, I'm getting a lot of leads. I'm getting, you know, I'm getting busy here, right? And then a lot of companies started to pick that up. Um, it may have even it may have even been derived from a company out there and then an agent saw it and then it just spread like wildfire. And, 
And then it was just everywhere. Every agent on every block was running a what's your home worth at or get your home value for free at, right? But in reality, the quality of leads on that is just not good. Yeah, it's going to bring in a lot of leads. And I'm not saying that no deals have ever come out of it because I'm sure I'm sure there have been. But if you, um, you know, like my business partner, Patrick Connell says in the, in, you know, in the brokerage, um, what are you, what's your hourly rate? The average agent doesn't know that. How much time are you putting into something? And how much have you gotten out? Right? Like some agents say, yeah, I mean, I got 100 leads, but I closed two deals on it. But, and that's a good, and that's a good turnover rate, right? But with those, with those ads, I think that people were seeing like 500, 600 leads over the course of a couple months in the beginning. Yeah. But they were getting one or two deals out of it. That's horrible. Right. That's a horrible turn rate. And what the difference is, you know, if I, whether I offer a list of open houses, a list of new construction property, a list, a list of homes between X and Y price, um, what are some of my other ads? I've got quite a few. Um, you know, my home buyer benefits, my first time home buyer type ads geared towards more of the financing piece of it, right? The difference is it's a, it's a diverse group of people when you use two, you know, more than one ad. But at the end of the day, those are all topics from individuals that are interested in that piece of buying a home or selling a home. First time home buyer wants to know what they qualify for. Oh, somebody looking at open houses wants to go see property. They may be a little bit more of a hot lead. The, the home buyer benefits. Understanding the psychology behind the advertisements. And that sounds like it's one of the big mistakes that agents are missing is they're not looking at it. They're looking at it from what they think is good, but they're not looking at it from the perspective of the person receiving the ad. Right, exactly. And the perspective of the person receiving the ad on the, on the end of the home, you know, get your home, what's your home worth ad. Those are target. Those ads are targeted at all homeowners in any specific area. Well, every homeowner is not going to sell their home. Right. You know, we, they, the, when those ads are targeted, they're not targeted at people who bought their home after two years. You can't target that way. Right. So they're targeted at every homeowner. Well, of course, if I'm, if I bought a home nine months ago, I want to know if it's gone up in value already. So I'm going to hit that ad. Never going to turn into a lead for you because that person's not going to sell their home in three more months or maybe even a year or two. Right. So it's a dead lead for a while. Right. For, you know, it could be, a deal two years down the road and someone could argue, but it's still a lead and I've got their contact information. But let's be honest here. The bulk part of the agents out there don't remarket to people for more than a few months. Yeah. And then they kill the lead and drop them in the archived bucket or unsubscribe bucket or whatever it is they have that they use for a CRM. Right. Um, but the depth of my ads, you know, not only do, you know, they, is, is the graphic right, right? The content's right. The verbiage is right. The audience is right. But they always change, right? So I change the graphics. I change the verbiage a little bit. Think about this. When you're, when you're marketing, 80 to 90%, maybe more, depending on your area, of the people who see your ad are going to see it on their phone. You heard me say this on training. It's pretty much exactly what I say. Yeah. Um, but when people are sifting through a sea of information on their timeline, right? They're seeing pictures of friends and uh, pictures of family and posts from this and that and other advertisements. What is it that separates you from everyone else on that post, right? right. How do you get their attention? The graphic has to be right. It can't, it can't be some rinky-dink picture of a home, you know, hey, check this out, one-liner and you're gone. Right. It has to be bright. It has to be 
in your face. It has to convey the message, but and just as important, it has to be in front of the right people. It has to apply to you, right? And another thing I say on training, right? If we're targeting a beer at it, people who don't drink, probably not going to do very well. Right. Right. But if we, but it, we're getting some of the equation right, but they're not piecing the whole puzzle together. Right. There, there's, there's multiple pieces to it. There's, you know, there's at least four to five main pieces and most people only have a couple. So right? let me take you back for a minute. Let's rewind in the life of William before the social agent existed, before this new endeavor, this new crazy adventure that you're on now. And what were you doing before? I mean, have you always been doing Facebook ads like this? And before you discovered Facebook ads and, and have, you know, taught a good portion of agents out there how to do this, what were you doing for lead generation that was working at the time? Uh, you know, nothing, mm. to be honest with you. I mean, when, okay, let me, let, me, let me backtrack that. Scratch that. Strike from the record. <laughs> but I mean, I was, I was out meeting people, right? I was doing the networking events. I was getting in front of people, right? At the end of the day, this is a relationship business. I can help people generate leads all day long at this point. I can't help you close those leads though. They are closable. You see in the group that people close tons of leads in there, right? Yep. But, but a lot of agents, you know, they'll, they'll fail to get in front of them. You can't rely on drip campaigns, although drip campaigns are helpful by keeping your name out there. But, you know, they, they may see your email, they may read it for a second, but at the end of the day, you're still just a C, you know, an email and a sea of emails and most of the average, you know, user's inbox, there's a ton of them. You can drip text them also. But until you get in front of someone, until you say, hey, let me buy you a coffee, let's meet. Right. You are not a person to them. You are just a person, you're just somebody on a text message or an email that they have no idea. So what was the frustration that like the frustration or the event or like, can you take us back to like that light bulb moment? Were you like in a dark place or did something just click one day? Like what was it that all of a sudden was like, holy crap. What? If um, so the Facebook stuff. So it's a mixture of both. So I was in sort of a dark place. Right. And uh, Doug Laney, like I said, I credit him for pulling me out of that hole. Yeah. And, and I was, also just the light bulb went off, you know, and it was with him that it happened. It's, you know, he was doing kind of a version of Facebook ads and, you know, with the company he was with at the time. And we just said, you know what, man, we can do this ourselves. We don't have to pay, you know, cause Zillow or, you know, you know, any other companies like that. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say their name, you can strike that if you need to, but, um, you know, or any other company to do this, right. Cause they kept coming after my business. And then I was at a point where, um, you know, and I'll get Doug on one of these uh, calls with us, these you know interviews with us at some point. He's, he'd be a great person to have, and he'll tell you, man. I was I was trying to strong arm him into doing five k a month in in Zillow because I was like, that's the way we got to go. And you know, thankfully, he kind of pulled me back down to earth and was like, dude, you can do this on your own. And then you know, I just figured, you know what? Yes, I, I can. I've got the tech background. I've got the marketing background. And then at that point, it was just testing and testing and testing and testing. And, you know, you'd be horrified if you saw the spreadsheets I have with all the data and demographics <laughs> and results. And you'd probably look at it and throw up. But it's, it's a lot of stuff. But, you know, and, and then we just slowly but surely, we just honed in. And we were like, why is this ad doing well and this one's not? And, you know, why is this one doing well here and this one's not? 
right? And, and then we just started to figure out the market, right? Like the Austin market is completely different from the Houston market. I can launch one ad here in Austin, launch the same ad in Houston, and Austin will get like two leads a day, and Houston will get like 10 for the same amount of money. Right. But then I switched that ad up a little bit in Austin and go, you know what? Let me try to figure out. Maybe it's this, right? Maybe the, maybe the area is just a little bit more artsy, right? Which is what Austin is. A lot of music, a lot of art, a lot of, you know, just a different diverse group of people, whereas Houston is very business, super fast moving. So the, the, the different graphic, same ad, changed the graphic, made it more fun for Austin, made it more, uh, I guess, professional, clean looking for Houston. Boom, I got them on level playing fields with the same ad with just the change of a graphic, right? Unreal. So it's, it's little things like that that, I mean, I'll put it out there. There was a, there was a person, she mentioned your name. Um, I'm not going to put her name on here just for the sake of I don't have her permission to do that. But she trained with me. She's probably 20 miles east of you in your area. Could not figure out what was wrong with this. And I don't have this problem very often. Was running the same ad you're running, different picture. Uh, <laughs> well, she diff- she's in a little bit different area, so she was Absolutely. away from you. Yep. But, but it was you know I was thinking, man, it's only it's not that far away from James. Like, what's wrong here? You know, and we changed the picture a few times, and we changed the the audience a tad, and we shipped you know changed up the verbiage, and it just wasn't working. And finally, this is the first ad I've ever had to change like this. By the way. And, and I said, you know what? I've never done an ad out here, and I very rarely test in this area. Maybe the ad just doesn't work here. Maybe it's just not right for this area. We changed it to the first time home buyer ad, and boom. Lead, 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 lead. It just started coming in. I was like, well, there you go. You know, I just those people just didn't care about that particular topic, and that's my point, right? There's just certain things in certain markets they don't care about. Right and about trying what trying and, and tinkering and figuring it out because what works for one won't work for all. And that, my friend, what you just said is exactly why I train people this way. Because the purpose of my training is not for you to come to me, get an ad, and run that ad for the rest of your life, and that's it. Right? That's what you do with a monthly lead gen company that doesn't show you the type of ad that they're pushing out there for you. Right. Right. The purpose of the training is to to get one of my ads. So I can show you how I structure it from the graphic side, from the verbiage side, from the audience side, get it automated for you, get your drip campaigns going, get your leads flowing. But then you can take the training and the videos that come along with it and continue to replicate this so that they can test different ads, different strategies, different you know, graphics and their own verbiage and see what works and what doesn't. That's the whole point of the training. So let me ask you this, and I and I I'm sorry I keep rewinding back, but it probably feels like a lifetime ago that you were just that you were just William the agent, and you didn't have all the other chaos at the time, right? But would you mind sharing a little bit? You said Doug kind of helped pull you out of a dark spot, and I know there's a lot of agents out there that are either frustrated or flustered with things in their personal life or they're in a dark place with their business because they're at a standstill and they can't get out of this funk like would would you be willing to shed any like personal highlight on what did that dark time look like for you and ultimately how did you get out of it and not and and social agent can be part of that but like like how I, I guess like how did you overcome that mentally and what did like what did that space look like for you what what was rock bottom 
rock bottom for me was <clears throat> December of 2016. I, I stuck a lot of money into other business ventures that I was waiting for that money to come back out. Now I knew there was light at the end of the tunnel because I would get most, if not all of that money eventually. But because of legal situations, it was looking like it was going to be a long time. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I, you know, so I, I started working back for another tech company for a very short period of time just to try to keep things together. But you know, that month was a month where I was like, man, am I going to, am I going to make the mortgage? Right. You know what I mean? Am I going to, yeah. am I going to get by or my kids going to have Christmas? And I've never been and I had a semi rough childhood and I, and I've always made sure that I would never fall into that hole where my kids would have to experience anything. Right. Um, like that. But, um, you know, I wasn't, terrible but it was you know enough to I, I don't want my kids to be raised that way right and yeah. and I, I felt like I was teetering right on the border of them experiencing the first time that they weren't going to you know get what they what they wanted or get the things that I wanted them to have and that's you know that's right around the time when you know Doug was like dude it's going to change for you and you know he helped me out in many ways like I there's there's one person in this world that I will make sure has whatever he needs. If he needed it, it would be that guy. Guaranteed. End of story. Right? But and I and I kid you not, I know this is gonna sound funny, but it, it just I kid you not, that was probably December sixteenth or seventeenth. Yep. <clears throat> December twenty third, night before Christmas Eve. I was laying on my couch stressing, trying to figure out what I was gonna do. Right? Now I know I could call my sister or somebody else, but that's not in my nature, right? I don't, I just can't do it. Um, but I got online, you know, got into a group, started answering some questions. Actually, Doug added me to that group. That's why I got online. Cause I heard the little notification. He added me to the group and oh, I saw, but I, you know, I answered a couple questions for people and just, uh, that's all it was ever supposed to be. Just, I was just answering questions cause I saw stuff that I could answer. Yeah. and you know long story short it just how do you know that man you know what i mean oh here's another message hey you mind showing me what you're doing there and you know one thing led to another you know and uh it just kind of went you know what i mean like the moment you like is that when you knew you had something i think after about the 10th person mm. right there, there's there's a couple of uh there's a couple of people um, that I'm, I'm, I'm going to only say one person's name on here, two people's name on here that I know won't mind. Um, <clears throat> Carlos Evans um, and Lewis Kent Breckenridge. Though that was my, I'm looking at my spreadsheet right now, by the way. Um, that was my, my fifth and my 10th training ever. Right. Um, <clears throat> it was, it wasn't until after they trained and we got about, two to three weeks because um, this training's developed a lot since then because when I trained them I was still using landing pages and still figuring out uh, Facebook's lead generation platform got it all right um, but it just started working so well for them and then Lewis was like man I got this buyer approved I got this seller going on I got this going on if I remember correctly uh, you know Lewis was kind of a 
<clears throat> the you know the the black swan <laughs> kind of deal right he he uh he was having it was rough in his market you know tough for him and uh just to, to, to get footing with all of the other competition in a smaller area and he did phenomenal with it and i still keep up with i still keep up with him today you know we're still good we're still friends we still talk and that's when <clears throat> i realized okay you know what this this is something right and then it was it got to the point where there was another trainee and another trainee. And then, you know, by the time I got to 40, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take another big leap of faith here. I'm going to, I'm going to leave the comfort of, you know, it wasn't much, but the paycheck I was getting sure. that was guaranteed. Right. As long as I had a job there, I, I walked away from it to do this full time. And then I was like, okay, you know, the idea was, all right, well, I could focus on real estate part time um, and I could train people. So I'm going to limit it to two a day. And that quickly became uh, something that wasn't feasible. Yeah. Right. And, and I had to make a choice. Do I want to continue training people or do I want to focus on real estate? So, you know, even though I know my, my prices for my training are like a fraction of what other people charge, I just had to find a happy medium between, you know, uh, you know, what's a good price that make it reasonable for people and fair, but also uh, supplement what I'm going to give up by, by not being able to practice real estate. Cause I mean, last year is when I trained with you and you know, at that point, that's when I was head down facing the screen, and I, you know, from 8am until 6pm at night, it was literally back to back to back to back trainings one-on-one. -on -one, Cause I didn't even have the video option. Didn't have the videos yet. Right. I didn't have the videos until, right about the beginning of this year. Right. I believe it was. Um, and, and I, and I had to do that just, just to be able to get to individuals. Cause at, at one point I got out to like four or five months out booked back solid. Um, and then of course, throughout that time, I had probably trained about a thousand people. Wow. Right. And, and, uh, you get to be more than just a trainer to some of these people. Right. Some of these people will, 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 you know, and I call them my friends now and just, you know, peers, whatever you want to call them, people that I love to interact with uh, on a daily basis. But you hear these stories like, you know, how they're not doing well and, you know, they're they're, but or they do have a few deals going on, but their team is taking half their money and then their brokerage takes another 30 percent. And, you know, they're barely making it doing four deals a month. How do you do How do you barely make it doing four deals a month? I'm asking myself. That's when I met Patrick Connell, right? He's uh, he was he trained with me, um, and I just love the guy. Like he's a great friend and a great business partner. And you know, I started telling him like, man, you know, he, he's in my market, right? And I was like, I just hear such horror stories from people. Like, and again, it's another reason why I don't jack my prices up to three thousand people because this is more than just money for me, right? It, I charge what I charge because it helps me. I gotta pay bills, right? Yep. And we all have to make money for our time. But I, I truly enjoy seeing those posts from people about how they close the deal or how I change their business. You know, that's not, uh, you know, it does, does it drive business in when they post those things? Absolutely. Yep. Right. People see that and they want to come, but that's not what, what is there for. It's, it's there to give others motivation. Yeah, I love seeing people survive. So with that and all those horror stories I hear about like, you know, uh, I can't, you know, I'm not doing well here. I'm not making money here. I'm, you know, I closed four deals, but I still only took home 4K. 
I told Patrick, I was like, one day, I, I, I believe it was literally this. I was like, there's got to be a way to create, to create a company that doesn't take a bunch of money from everyone, but can survive as a company and give agents what they need, but allow them to keep a lot of their money. So that's when we set out to create Realty Solutions. Realty Solutions isn't a huge money maker for us yet. We're still growing, right? We but but since August, we've since August of seventeen, we've I think we just hit the fiftieth agent two days ago. Wow. Um in six months or well, what is that? What would that be now? That's eight months now almost. Um but you know, we charge a flat fee, no matter what size the deal is. Right. Um it's four ninety five. But we don't, we don't charge our agents monthly fees. This is not an attempt to recruit people. I'm just giving you no. the reason why we the re, yeah the reason why we structured it this way was because we want our agents to be able to keep their money. We give them you know the KV the new KV core conversion system. Um, we generate broker leads for our agents. We don't charge them to be on a lead generation platform on our company, and we only charge them thirty percent on broker leads, right? Because we have, we have to recoup our money and make some money, right? Um, they get they get DocuSign. Their ENO is covered. They're They've got great support, right? And more importantly, they have the best training from what I, you know, I'm, of course I'm going to say it's the best training. It's mine, but, <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, and, and I think, you know, even, even when potential recruits come to us, I, I tell them, you know, like my goal is just to see you guys grow. I don't focus on the bottom line. Patrick does that. And, and uh, I just want to see you guys be successful. And, you know, if I can make them successful, then the company is going to be successful. It's the same motor that the social agent drives off of. If I can make those agents successful, if I can if I can provide them with a great product, then my business will grow as a result of that success, right? And that is exactly the mentality that Patrick has with this, and that is exactly why our company is growing because that's exactly what we do. We treat our agents not only like their clients, but like their friends, like their family, like we'd want someone to treat our own. Right. And because of that, it's just been a successful situation. And this last year and a half has been a wild roller coaster for me, but it, but it's also been a very humbling one. And, and, you know, it's very, for me, it's still very odd to have my name out there as, you know, however far it may be in the industry. And um, it's, but I love it. I wouldn't change it. You know, I wouldn't change it. So hope I answered your question there. Again, I'm, I'm pretty long winded with this stuff. As you can tell, I'm pretty passionate about it. So to cut it all down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. And the details are great. I mean, you know, I think, I think there's a lot to be said for, you know, for someone that, you know, comes from a place where regardless of whether it grew into you being an agent selling a bajillion houses a year, or you ultimately starting a, a business and, and, multiple businesses, I guess, actually, that are helping other agents grow their business. You're still in the real estate space. And I think it's, I think it's inspirational to, to show other agents that you can come from a dark spot. And whether you're an agent or a loan officer or a title rep, like you can come from a dark spot. And I don't want to say luck isn't the right word because I don't think you lucked into this. But like, you know, you kind of make your own luck, right? But you found something that that was a positive skill set and something there was a gap in the community with and you capitalized on it. And it, it helped pull you out of that rut. And I think that it's super important for agents to realize and understand that, you know, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. 
But going against the grain and doing something that like makes you uncomfortable, like door knocking for the sake of door knocking is also not going to get you necessarily out of that rut. Like sometimes what you have to do is find something that you're passionate about and double down, triple down on it, whether it's helping you generate leads to sell houses or in, in your case, helping other agents learn how to generate leads and learn how to run their business. Uh, I think it's really powerful. So I'll tell you what, before we get too far into the next segment here, let me throw a quick commercial in here and we'll get right back to our conversation. Hey everyone, it's your host James from ReRaw. Did you know that one of the most important parts of running your real estate business like a business is having a budget, tracking your expenses and knowing and understanding where your money is actually going. But if you're like me, getting bogged down with the budget can be frustrating and taxing on the time you should be spending generating leads and working with your clients. This is why I use RealtyZam. RealtyZam is the best accounting software for real estate agents, hands down. And no joke, I've personally used this product for over three years. Not only do I love it, but my CPA thanks me every tax season. It works great on the computer, or they've got an awesome app that you can download right to your smartphone. Customize your expense categories, store receipts, track income and expenses, and assign them to specific transactions so you know your actual margins. RealtyZam is amazing intuitive, and efficient. See your results by category, month, quarter, or annually, and track your progress from year to year. And the best part, not only can I give you a free trial, but when you do start paying for this software, you can actually get it for under $10 a month. And even that is tax deductible. So get your numbers straight and stop letting the accounting be a distraction when you can take it all in stride. Visit reraw.com forward slash zam and get a 30-day free trial, no credit card required. Again, that's reraw.com forward slash Zam. That's reraw.com forward slash Z-A-M. All right. Thanks for that. Welcome back, everybody. So I want to shift for a minute and now kind of put your hat on as, as not just this man who's helping people understand social media, but I want to shift the conversation a little bit and talk about your perspective as a leader teaching other real estate agents how to run and operate their business. And I'm curious from your perspective as, you know, this founder in a brokerage and realty solutions, aside from, aside from social media, what do you see right now as one or two of the biggest mistakes that today's agents are making with respect to growing their business? Oh, that's a, I mean, I know I'm going to, I'm going to go right where I think you think I'm going to go, but it's the truth. I mean, at the end of the day, this business is still and always will be about relationships. If, if there's anything I learned about just a social agent and its business and its clients is that the relationships matter. You saw that Saturday during a post in the social agent, right? Just, just how far those relationships can take you. And what, what those people, and, and I say those people, but my trainees and you know, my, my peers, my counterparts, and whatever you want to call them, how they felt about me when something went wrong, right, with, with, uh, within the group and how it was handled. Same thing applies to the real estate side. Relationships matter. Right. And, and I think one good thing is that now a lot of agents, the bulk part of the agents across the country, the ones that are willing to have shifted and, and kind of 
conform to the fact that social media and, and, and internet marketing as a whole, not just Facebook, but whatever platform you know, you're comfortable with is the best option for lead generation, mm-hmm. right? It just is what it is. But, you know, th- you have to be out there meeting these people. You, you know, I think too many people are worried about getting, well, are they great leads? Are they, or do they need credit repair? Do they, you know, well, I don't want to even talk to them if they, that doesn't matter to me. I tell my agents this in my brokerage all the time. You, you need to be in front of these people, right? Sit down. If, they, if you can get them on the phone, go meet them. Get in front of them because just because lead one may not have great credit doesn't mean lead one's mom or dad or brother and sister or, or cousin or whatever has bad credit. But if you treat that person with a little bit of respect, you create that relationship. I mean, for example, Doug, when I met Doug, Doug was just a lender, right? He was just a lender, just another lender on the block trying to get my business. Now I, you know, and I get, but I gave him that chance to do exactly what I'm telling everybody else to do. And that's go out there and create that relationship with, to which at that point I was his lead, right? He asked me, let's go to lunch. I'll buy you lunch. Okay, great. We go to lunch. And now fast forward a year and a half later, he's my best friend, probably even consider him family. You know what I mean? Not probably. I do consider him family. That was a bad choice of words, (laughs) but, um, you know, and, and, but that's my, that's my point. You meet with these people, you provide some value you, you may get a deal from them, but at the end of the day, if you do that, say, a hundred times in a year, that's a hundred people that you've made a great impression on, hopefully, right? You make a great impression with them that are going to think of you when someone says, yeah, I'm about to buy a house. I know a great realtor. Talk to James Hoff, right? That's who you need to talk to. That's how you grow your business, right? That's, that's how you do it. But in order to grow your business, you have to have opportunity. And that opportunity comes if you're not going to be out there mingling with people. A lot of agents don't want to go to networking events back to back to back. They don't want to go to, cause there's tons of other agents there. We're using social media to take that to the doorstep of the lead, get their information. And then from there you have to go out and make it happen. Right. You have to go out and meet these people and, and make yourself self successful. Yeah. And you're kind of tapping on something that is really personal to me too. And, and I, part of like the mission statement that I have with a lot of agents is that, you know, we're so quick to discard people that we get into our sphere if they're not ready to buy, sell, rent, or invest immediately. And it's funny to me because we spend so much time, energy, money, uh, you know, emotion in getting people into our sphere and we don't spend the time nurturing them. And I think, um, I think where you're kind of going with all this, and, and I was going to ask another question, I think we've already kind of answered, if, if, is if you're talking to a brand new agent right now, what would you tell them is the most important thing to, to do to kickstart their business? And it's to be in front of people. And if I could add anything to it myself, I would say, but not just to be in front of people, but to constantly be in front of those same people while you're also, like you can't abandon the folks that you're adding in so that you can add new people in, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the biggest challenge I see for new agents is that they they've got they've got this mentality of, and you know, I've got to train, 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 right? And and a lot of a lot of people train their way out of the business. Yeah, they, they over prepare so much that they never actually get off the ground. 
Exactly. Well, they, yeah, they never actually work. It's because they're spending so much time in trainings and quote unquote learning everything that, you know, like the biggest, I think, thing that the biggest fear that the average agent has when they come out of real estate school is contracts, right? So they, they, they you, you know, you tend, you tend to hyper focus on those negatives. Like, what am I going to do when I actually get a deal? What you should be focusing on is actually getting a deal, right? And then, and then, you know, if you need it, hire a mentor. If there's not one for you at your brokerage, you know, pay them ten percent of your commission, help you write the contract, walk you through. Though, you know, those are the things they need to be doing. You know, on top of, uh, you know, doing a little bit of training here and there. I mean, and but at the end of the day. The only way to really know this business, James, and you understand it because you're an agent and I'm an agent, is to get into it and do it. Got to get. You 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 can't you can't write a great contract no matter how much you prepare for it on a training until you do it, and then you you do it again, and then you do it again, right? And eventually you get to the point where, you know, uh, you're like, I got to use Patrick because he's probably one of the smartest real estate professionals I know, right? you just learn it and eventually pull that trigger, you know, right. You just learn it. You, you master it in the sensitive you know, world that we're in. But the reality here is, is real estate's all about hunting and you eat what you kill. And a lot of people are so busy, you know, like you said, they're, they're so busy reading the book about the guns and, you know, learning how to clean them and learn how to shine them. And they never actually, you know, get out there and practice and pull the trigger. And it's a business about getting your hands dirty, trying and failing and then doing it again. And what exactly. the, the relationships that people build will actually create for when the agent falls or makes mistakes or needs a little time to figure something out. It's not going to keep you out of court if you really screw someone over because you just suck and you don't know what you're doing. And you weren't smart enough to ask for the guidance and the mentorship, but so many people are just, they're afraid to fall. They're afraid to make the mistake. And it just, to your point, it keeps them off that launching pad. So let me ask you this then, what is the worst, best advice that you've ever heard? And maybe a better way to, to ask the question is, what's just the worst advice that you hear agents taking as good advice? Send mailers and door knock. <laughs> that's 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 the worst advice that, that an agent gets i mean i'm just being honest right because that's 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 um i could i couldn't hear you when you what, what you just said why do you say that why why is that such terrible advice you know there, there's uh, i'm sure when the agents hear this they're going to be like some of them are going to be like no way like, that's horrible but let's be honest here what's the first thing you do when someone when you're when somebody knocks on your door and you're not expecting them i, I get right yeah, we we either yeah we either get pissed off or we we run to the window to peek out and like is it the cops like who's knocking on my door right? right? We don't want to deal with that person. The average American is out working all day. They come home, they get a knock on the door, and it's somebody trying to sell them something. They get they get pissed off, right? They don't want it. There's a ton of homes out there with no soliciting signs on there, and there's a ton of them that don't have them that should probably should have one up because they don't because they don't want it, right? agents that take those no soliciting signs as trophies and brag about it and they disrespect the people who just want a little privacy yeah and at the end of the day that doesn't do anything for your business it may it may make for a funny post on facebook but yeah. doesn't get you anywhere it doesn't it doesn't turn into dollars right but and then on the flip side of that the mailers i mean let's 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 do the math here i'm going to pull up a calculator on my side cool. so let's say 
you're in an area, you probably want to farm an area of say 4,000 houses, right? Uh, it's been a long time since I've checked out mailers, but I think the cheapest you can get them is probably like, I mean, well, you're going to pay the 42 cents for the mail or whatever it is, right? And then let's just say you can get them printed and get your envelopes for a total of 12 cents. So, I mean, a piece if you buy in bulk. So, you know, that's going to be what, you know, 54 cents. Let's just call it 55 cents, right? Yep. Times 55. That's $2,200 to send one mailer. One. And we know that consistency is key. So in order to reach those people and really get them to pay attention, you've got to send multiple mailers, right? So let's say you send three. That's $6,600 to farm that area for three months, right? Now, if you're like me, and I don't know if everybody's like me, but I check, I check my mail maybe once every two to three weeks, maybe. And when I do, it's full of junk. And you know what I do? If it doesn't look like it's important, I throw it in the trash. I don't even look at it. But I mean, let, let, let's go back to the numbers real quick, right? So we know for a fact that probably, I can guarantee you there's, there's not many lower than 55 cents. I think I'm actually underestimating that cost. Yep. But to send three mailers, let's just call them a month apart, right? 6,600 bucks. If you were generating leads on a social media platform at a worst case scenario, let's just call it worst case scenario. You know my my ads in particular don't really ever reach above ten to twelve, thirteen dollars. Sometimes they do. That depends on the time of year. But let's just say we're at fifteen dollars a lead, right? Which again, super rare. Right? Into sixty six hundred, that's four hundred and forty leads that person could have generated. Right? Four hundred and forty individuals. Now, let's go off of the national average. Well, I mean, the national average is, last time I checked, was still 3 to 6%, depending on the, the agent, right? Mm -hmm. So let's, let's, go, let's go in the middle. Uh, let's, just, let's just say 4, right? If they were able to convert 4% of those leads, that's 17.6 deals. And in the average area, you know, I mean, let, let's exclude California because there's a lot of higher end home prices and stuff like that in New York, right? Those are, those are like anomaly type areas where things are very expensive. The average agent I train has around, you know, 250 ish as their median. So that's a $7,500 paycheck. So 17.6 at 7,500, that's $132,000 for a $6,600 investment. So we back that out and let's even back out their cap. So let's just say 25 K. Yeah. Is your cap, which I think is way over, you know, or a bit over. Some of them are that high. Absolutely. Even at a 25k cap, that's a hundred and four. That's a hundred thousand four hundred dollars after they recoup their marketing, after they've paid in their cap to their brokerage before taxes, right? And you know, if you're smart, your tax rates really low. I'm just gonna <laughs> no, no, but I'll have the accountant come on in a ramble session one day. Right, there you go. Exactly. He's gonna be like, What are you talking about? $104,000. They didn't make that much. They only made 13000 all my life. <laughs> no, but I'd like to but, out to the IRS if you're listening. Just calm down. Have yeah, this was this was just a joke. Just a test. Um no, but that's but that's my point, right? That's the return on that. 
you know, I, I highly, in my experience and the data I've collected, because I ask my trainees a lot, and a lot of them have done direct mail, I, I can't think of one that has had extreme success with it. But on the flip side of that, none of them have had targeted approaches to to that specific uh and you're absolutely right. And I think that's great advice. I think that, I think that people have to be more strategic. So the, the worst advice is, is to go out there and bang on doors and piss people off and then to just massive bomb like an area and think that somewhere it's going to work in the short run. So to reverse the question, agent doesn't have a whole lot of money. So let's just, I know your leads are at a great, like they, you can teach people how to get leads at just incredible prices. I've seen that myself. Like I know the cost per lead is substantially lower than anything I've ever seen, but let's just assume an a, a new agent has no money. What's the best free opportunity for that agent to go out and connect with people and lead generate? You know, the best thing that I've seen since, you know, outside of the paid marketing, right. Is, um, now I will, I have to say this because, you know, it, it is another program. Yeah. Um, but, and, and, and this individual does charge for it. Um, it's, it's organic marketing. It's, it's how to work the Facebook algorithms, how to work your Facebook sphere, how to work those groups. Um, now we've seen a lot of people do that, right? You see a lot of the posts like, what would you do if, you know, would you love a kitchen like this, right? You see those posts all the time from, you know, and they're, they're awesome, beautiful kitchens and or whatever. But this is more on your, on the personal side, right? Just how to get, how to create interaction, you know, making it a habit to interact with the people that are on your, your, your Facebook profile. And that's great for a new agent, but it, you know, it can be a longer term play, yeah. um, you know, cause you've really got to work it. So it, it takes some time, right? I think that would be one thing, but, you know, even if they didn't want to pay for something, you know, you've got to work your sphere. And when I say sphere, I don't, 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 don't take it back to like the whole, you know, brokerage rah-rah shit that's out there, right? Let's, let's be honest. I don't mean call your family members 800 times and let them know that you're a realtor and try to get them to buy a house. I mean, just, you know, talk to people, ask them about themselves let it happen naturally. Oh yeah, that's, that's cool. You're a banker. Yeah, I do real estate. Maybe we can, you know, I'll refer some people over to you, you know, think of me if you need an agent, just very subtle drop it on them. That's what new agents should be doing. In addition to being out there and meeting people. You know, they say that the, uh, in my opinion, you never have to ever have to bring up the fact that you're in real estate. The questions that people always ask in a conversation are, how's it going? What you've been up to? Like, right. How's your family? How you doing? What's new? What are you doing for work these days? Right. People always ask, mm -hmm. always ask, how's your family? How are you? Uh, what are you doing for work? Yep. It's come up all the time. You've been doing anything fun lately. Oh yeah. You know, I've been actually working kind of, uh, kind of hard lately. So I haven't been going on a ton of vacations, starting a real estate business, you know? Oh, you're in real estate now. Yeah. It's like, it's so funny because it, it it's like the polar opposite of the door knocking, right? And I know there's agents that door knock. Don't go hating, all right? I'm not a door knocking guy myself, but uh, you know, there's success for all of us in different ways, but it just starts the relationship and it, it, it nurtures it in such a different way that I find to be highly, highly successful by comparison because you humanize the approach and you show that you genuinely give a damn about somebody else, which I think is super important. Um, 
what what would you say excites you the most about today's real estate environment? Oh, yeah, these are only some zingers, man. Um, <laughs> I'll cut out the ones you suck. <laughs> um, you know, I, I like some of the stuff that I'm seeing. You know, there, there's obviously a lot of things out there that kind of irk me a little bit with certain companies that are out there making certain moves that, that, that really devalue what we do as agents. Um, but you know, I, I like the technology, the, the technology piece excites me, all of the, the, the different opportunities we have, right? I mean, um, like Snapchat is one of the tools I'm looking into to kind of, uh, and I'll be honest with you, it's a difficult one. Um, I've been trying to figure out how to use that to, to generate, uh, leads uh from the younger crowd right same thing with instagram i'm trying to figure you know i I already run ads on instagram with as a part of my training but um it's a very it's a very small slice of the pie in comparison to where the bulk of the leads come from which is on facebook um you know i've been looking at linkedin i'm I'm liking some of the things they're doing with their platform that excites me that um because you're able to get to a different demographic you're able to go to a platform of nothing but industry professionals that that are that are all grouped together and sharing content that's a great way to to go after people i'm next door is another one i'm looking at um things that i don't think a lot of agents are really looking at uh from the big picture side right you know most of them are seeing the ads like hey become the realtor in your area right and they buy a little ad and stuff like that i'm trying to figure out how to farm those those uh those tools how to how to organically you know that's where that's where the the expert expertise of some other people that I've learned from come in you know how to use all of this in conjunction to tactfully generate leads and just become well known in your area that's that's the key right there's some very successful agents um in in my specific city I'm in Round Rock Texas I mean it's basically Austin but it's still it's a separate city um that are very well known here. They have their own, their, their own little niche. They have their own thing. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm loving the way that things are trending in the technology side and all of the tools that are available to us that, that don't require us to have to go door knock and, and, and send expensive mailers. Like for me, I'm always going to be someone that says your money's better off. You know, you spent somewhere else because that just is not what I do. Right. But um, so yeah, that's, that's really it for me. Right. That's, that's, that's the technology. Do you, this is like a, off the top of my head question, but do you have any technology, like whether it's a phone app or like, is there any piece of technology that's not necessarily super expensive, but you just find is like best valued thing ever that has helped your business in ways that you didn't think like it could? <laughs> Actually, there's one. Um, it's one that uh, that Doug Laney gave me when I first got into the business. Actually, it's it's more of a, I think it's a lender. I think it's only offered to lenders, and it's and, uh, so you can probably talk your lender into getting one. Anybody who's listening to this, um, listing booster. Um, I don't normally give shout outs on tools and stuff like that because I don't want people to think it's a paid promotion. I have no relationship with that company. Just disclaimer there. No, yeah. um, it just worked well for me. It was a. Uh, you know, you can, it automatically syncs to, um, to my MLS numbers. And when I'm, when I have a listing or if, if I want to use someone else's listing with their permission, um, I don't know if you guys have to have permission to promote someone else's listing in your state. 
if you do, you know, great. If not, I would check before you do this, but um, you can load them in there. You can, you, you can post links, say, check out this new property that hit the market. And um, it just structures it very well. I mean, there's a few tools out there that do this. It structures them very well. I can print flyers from it. I can, uh, I can generate leads. So when they pop up, you know, the person has to enter their info to get, to get that in, you know, to get that information. It's, eh, it's borderline clickbait, you know, but, you know, at the end of the day, someone makes a choice, right? They don't have to put a bunch of information in and then be told they have to give their personal information. It just tells them straight up, you got to put your info in here if you're interested in this property and then, you know, generate some leads. And I've gotten a couple deals from it and, you know, and I, and, and I didn't use it heavily, heavily. I'm sure I would have gotten much more. Um, but I also, I was also able to double end a, uh, a property I had for sale that I was a listing agent on. I got a buyer from it by posting on listing that listing booster link and I would, I intermediated that deal. So, so yeah, it's a great tool that um, any lender can give you. Most lenders have it. It's I think they charge like 11 bucks for the year or something because the lender like legally has to charge you the 11 bucks. Okay. Yeah. I have to charge you something. Um, and I think the minimum one is 11 bucks, but if you can get a lender to give you that, do it. It's a great tool. Awesome, man. So a couple more quick questions before we wrap things up and then I promise I'll, I'll set you free. Um, do you like you're in a leadership role now in more ways than one. And as a leader, you're, you're kind of burdened with constant need for your own self development, both professionally and personally. Um, do you have any books or any resources, any other, whether it's a podcast or a YouTube channel, what is it that you turn to, to challenge you and to help you continue growing so that you can just be the best at what you do? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've actually got, literally have a book sitting right in front of me um, that I just picked up. I'm through a few chapters of it. It's Crushing It by Gary Vee. Follow a lot of his stuff. Um, uh, I've got a lot of, you know, content from when I first started from Ryan Stuman, you know, with the hardcore closer. Um, <clears throat> never been a customer, probably should have, uh, you know, I don't know, but I got so busy with my own stuff. I didn't have time to train with anyone, but you know, he's got some great books out. I've, I've read, um, he's got a lot of great content that he puts out there for free that I've read. Uh, different, you know, there's, there's a few other books out there. I mean, a few others that one in particular think and grow rich is a great book. Um, you know, every time I read that book, I've read it probably six times and, uh, I take something new away from it every time. So just, that's more of just like self-help growth, you know, surrounding yourself with the people who want the same things that you want, who align with your goals. Right. You know, that's very important. I know it's said a lot out there and it kind of seems like, ah, everybody says that, but it's true. You know, I was, uh, you know, until I really started being selective about who, I chose to spend my time around. That's when things really started to move, right? Doug was one of them. And, you know, look at where the social agents at, right? And Patrick's one of them, Patrick Connell, Doug Laney, by the way, um, you know, Patrick's one of them and look at where the brokerage is at now, right? We're growing, we're growing fast, you know, and uh, to just, that's the best advice I can say on that, you know, is just, if, if sales drives you, pick out those individuals that are killing it in, in the market and sales. If, if you need lead generation, find those individuals that are doing great. Be careful where you sp spend your money. You know, do your research first. Um, 
you know, whatever the topic may be, align yourself with the right people, you know, get the right content and don't just read it and then move on to the next training platform, like implement it, be consistent, work it, give it time, right? Businesses aren't built in two months. Businesses take a year or two sometimes to really take hold. And that's what agents are. We're businesses. We are our own business and we have to grow that business. So, you know, that's the best piece of advice I can give you. But uh, if, if I were to say choose one book right now and I haven't even read the whole thing, it would be crushing it because so far I love, I love everything that's in it and I'm only through a few chapters. So yeah. And that's his brand new one. And if you're, you know, to plug the guy, uh, not that he needs plugging cause he's, he's doing just fine. But if, oh, yeah. if you're not, if you're not paying attention to Gary V um, you need to look him up. He's got his daily V show. I mean, he's got so much inspirational and, and amazing content material that just is constantly challenging you to, let go of the mental shit that burdens you and to just ultimately like to do the best with your best stuff. You know, he's the guy that really inspired and, and like talks about the triple down, triple down on what you're great at, you know? And I talk a lot about that in our sales meetings and on, and on the show here. So that's really cool, man. Um, I like that. And in fact, that is on my list. I need to pick up that book. I haven't got it yet. I'm still, I'm still going through uh, a couple of others, but uh, yeah, he's, yeah, I think the audio is out now. Um, I, I, I enjoy reading, but the, the book, but I'll be honest with you. I've had this book on my desk for quite a while and I just, I don't have time, you know, by the time I'm done with my day, I'm off to get the kids. And then, you know, the, the little bit of time I have to read, I just, I'd prefer just to just hang out with my wife and stuff. But, yeah. um, so I think I'm going to pick up the audio instead and pick it up where I'm at in the book. And, and, uh, so, you know, I'd pick that up if I were you, if you're busy. I love the books and I always like having the hard copies. I'm old school in that way, but I'm obsessed with audio books right now. So any audio content I can get, I love because even like this podcast, if people don't want to hear us talking back and forth in a long winded way, they can just click the double time it, you know, and speed through it. And I think that's one thing I love about it is we're like, there's so much access to content and information right now and the ability to to speed through is just unbelievable because people like people in these leadership roles guys like you like we can't eat it up fast enough you know and it's and you don't have the time to otherwise so it's crazy um william you've been awesome man and you've given some major value here talked about some great social media strategies some some technical and tactical things that folks do wrong and that they need to change. Talked about the things that you love and hate. You're not the guy we're going to see out on the streets door knocking. And I think most people appreciate that. And, uh, and you're doing a lot of things right. Obviously, the social agent is something that continues to grow. I'm happy for you and congratulations on uh, the explosive growth quickly on your new brokerage that is uh, just doing amazing things already. Do you have any final thoughts, any parting words that you want to leave with the listeners and then maybe tell our audience the best way to get a hold of you if they uh, want to employ your services or pick your brain or bother you and we'll wrap things. Yeah. I mean, you know, final thoughts on, you know, what you should be doing there. There, if there's anything I've learned is, is that there are thousands and thousands, probably hundreds of thousands of agents currently making mistakes in the lead generation world on, on, on social media, whether it be on their own accord and what they're doing or, or just in the places they're choosing to put their money. And the biggest complaint I get 
from agents that train with me is, man, I spent thousands of dollars on this. I spent that, you know, I gave this person my money and they never got back with me. I gave blah, blah, blah. You know, there's so many little horror stories out there is even if you don't choose to train with me specifically, do your research, mm. you know, talk, talk to other agents that have, that have, you know, employed a certain individual or companies that are out there. There are other reputable guys in the business. I'd, I'd be lying to you if I said there weren't, but, you know, I can only speak for me. You know, you, you can see my results in, in the group, you know, on Facebook, The Social Agent. Um, there's some other groups that with similar names. Mine has just about 22,000 agents in it, um, so it's not hard to find. Um, you can go in there, and I actually prefer you to do that. You can you can check out some of the reviews. You can talk to James. He's, he's a trainee of mine. I mean, you can talk to other people uh, in the group. You can take it to their inbox if you want to and have a private conversation and get a real feel for who I am as a person, who I am as an agent, who I am as a trainer. Um, before you make your decision to, to, uh, hire me for, you know, training you on social media. But again, even if it's not me, be very careful with, you know, who you decide to employ, just make sure you know that they're legit. That's all right. Cause there are some great ones in our business. There are some not so great ones that are out there just money grabbing from agents that have no idea what the real estate industry is or what it's about or how to target the right people and generate leads that way. Um, so yeah, you can reach me through the social agent. You can look me up. Uh, it's William Hegman. For those of you who don't know how to spell my first name, W-I-L-L-I-A-M. Last name is H-E-G-M as in Mary, A-N-N, two N's. Um, you know, friend me on Facebook, send me a message, whatever. I'm, I'm usually pretty quick to get back with people. Um, message, man, you are, you are on it. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. You know, uh, great. This was a great interview and, uh, I'm excited to see where re-raw goes as well. And I'm hoping to be a big part of it as it, as it grows. Yeah. Thank you, man. We'll be excited to, uh, to have you back on a ramble session and make it happen. So folks, you heard it from the, uh, the social agent himself, William Hegman, making it rain out there in more ways than one finding success in the real estate business as an agent, as a trainer, as a social media expert, ultimately building a business that I think is going to start taking over the world in the years to come. Uh, William, thank you so much for being here, folks. Everything that you heard today is going to be available in our show notes. So if you weren't in a place to write stuff down, take notes, you forgot the books, the tips, the tricks, whatever it may be, or if you just don't know how to spell William, um, we'll put that in the show notes and we'll link you right up to a social media. So you'll have access to that. Just go to reraw.com and uh, look up the episode and you'll be all good there. So thanks again, William, for being here today. Uh, you guys have been listening to our very first Reraw interview. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, James Hoff. Remember something, real agents work and you absolutely need to be one of them. We'll see you next time. Hey everyone, James Hoff, your host of Reraw. As you probably already know, listing leads are the crown jewel for agents. There's an old saying that says those who hold the listings have everyone else working for them. Hence why listing leads are so valuable. But the acquisition cost for a listing lead is far more expensive than a potential buyer. And sadly, these leads are rarely exclusive to just one agent. Fortunately, Offers.com has all of us covered. 
I personally use them to target likely to list homes. And what's best is that my territory and the leads in it are mine exclusively. Offers.com is leading the way in predictive analytics for real estate. Not only do they verify high quality leads, but they have exceptional tools to help you with your follow-up and nurturing by providing you things like market reports or hand address letters that can also be sent to your prospects, to name just a couple. The strategic approach Offers.com has to identifying prospective home sellers takes a lot of the guesswork out of who you should be targeting for your next listing. If you're looking for listing leads and you're tired of paying for a shared lead, contact Offers.com today and see what they're all about. You can actually set up a demo with my personal rep by visiting www.reraw.com forward slash O-F-F-R-S. That's www.reraw.com forward slash offers. One last time, that's reraw.com forward slash O-F-F-R-S.